Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chosen to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet this is your family man welcome home no judgment zone this week's episode episode 506 will i am let's go welcome welcome ladies and gentlemen gentlemen and ladies to another week of the medicine ball podcast in case you all missed it right and if you didn't listen to the whole episode last week you probably missed it uh i went out of town uh last week so i had let everybody know i let the show know and i probably should have done a better job of posting on social media accountability that um due to the vacation that required me to, again, jump all time zones and spend multiple days in different time zones. I knew it was going to throw me out of whack. It was going to be a lot of pressure on me to try to do a quality show while I was trying to actually enjoy a vacation. So long story short, I was out last week. Um, (laughs) But we are back this week as we continue to discuss self-development, things that we can uh, do to continue to better ourselves, so forth and so on. Real quick, I want to shout out my social media tags and add a call to action. Y'all have been doing very well. And as I start to pick back up with my podcast, and it usually works like this, like I uh, take a break or something from the podcast, and then my followers and my interactions and things of that thing start to go down. And then as I start to crank it back up and run a campaign, it starts to come back up, right? Which makes sense. But um, Medicine Ball LS3, go follow me on all social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, uh, what else? Facebook. Uh, www.medicineballls3.com subscribe to the newsletter check out the website wisdom app which I always talk about where you can ask me questions and I'm not gonna lie I got a ton of questions but I think it's uh, important that I write them out and go through them responsible since they will be featured on my profile there in wisdom please just go like subscribe share follow tell a friend to tell a friend piggybacking off of that that 
Guy Mamba, T-H-A-T-G-U-Y-M-A-M-B-A. Go follow my guy Mamba on all social media platforms as well. Be patient with me. Um, I talk about this all the time. I don't know if they're, I don't know. But I always get people who are sending me messages like, you know a human is running this page, right? So as you can imagine, dealing with his videos and my social medias and me just being one person at the time managing it, it is a little tedious, but go follow him, like, subscribe, share, email me, reach out to me, www.medicineballls3 at gmail.com. What else I got for y'all? Merch. I, I'm, I'm down to my last little bit of merchandise. Uh, I did put in another order already and I have that coming through as I begin to ramp back, ramp back up and remarket some things. And uh, like I told you guys, starting uh, from that first season of merchandise, I had the logo centered on everything. Now I'm going to kind of follow after some of the other styles that do this. And I think I'm going to start moving the logo on the location of my medicine ball logo on the merchandise and kind of use that to, uh, you know, qualify different seasons. So things is different and things can be unique to the season of the merchandise that I'm uh, releasing. So you can go catch that on the website. It's on the Instagram, it's on the Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, Toy Drive. So if you've been following my social medias, I've been doing or working with my frat brother, King Quill, shout out to him. He run Humanitarian of the Year within Atlanta and SUT, which is also something that I, uh, some, uh, an organization that I work with, 12 Days of Christmas. And I believe around this time last year, I only participated in the last few days of the toy drive. But long story short, I've posted it and going all the way up until Christmas. We're doing something every day at one o'clock uh, for the majority of them. I believe this going to be toy drives. I know starting out, we were doing food, just, you know, hands to help with the kids at school, donate things like toilet paper, gloves, skull caps. I've posted this stuff, but I did want to announce it on the podcast. If you're interested in that, go check my social medias, reach out to me and I'll do my best to get you the information so you can uh, make a donation or see if you are able to be um, used. What else? Other than that, uh, videos for YouTube, I'm posting shorts. I'm in the process of just getting a video editor, y'all. Like I, I, I've done some research. It might just be cheaper, more efficient for me to get somebody to edit my videos. So if you're an editor, reach out to me. You know what I mean? Um, other than that, I'm going to be looking for an editor to help speed up that process as well. Uh, real quick. Um, what do I want to say? Uh, shout out to the Gaylord Rockies. That's one of the places that I just went dope family place. If you need vacation ideas, uh, it is a little bit pricey, but it is an experience. And I think it's important that especially, I think I talked about this driving if you can, but if not, Letting your kids, or even if you have an experience in other things, man, uh, you know, I, I mentioned, uh, you know, I, on this vacation, I also went back to one of my favorite places, Oregon in Washington. And uh, I mentioned that, you know, I remember being in social studies and the teacher, that was one of my stronger subjects, were saying things like, yo, this is a plateau, this is a plain, and this is a valley, and this is a mountain peak. You know what those things are, but until you can actually see them, it's it's a different story. So I want to shout out to them. That's one of the places I went to. Um, you know, I I did like Denver. Then I went to for a day. It was like an overnight layover. Then I went to Oregon. Then I went to Washington for a day. Oregon for a day. Back to Denver to go to the Gaylord Rocky or the Gaylord Resort, and then came on home. So that was a dope experience. I posted a few pictures. Maybe I could talk about that at a different time, but. 
um, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to like enjoy that and get the relaxation needed out of that and still be trying to do the podcast, which I mentioned. So let's go ahead and get into this week's episode, man. Episode 506, Will I Am. And this episode is in reference to, if you've read the show note, willpower. So as I, uh, you know, dealt with my team and was just trying to be the best, well, always striving to be the best leader I can in the situations I am, um, I'm in, I um, mentioned a book that I was reading, which was called you are the team, right? And I know it sounds selfish, but it, it was basically about, you know, ways to be a good team player and a good teammate. And some of the things that stuck out to me in there, and I'm going to put all this together, were uh, self-discipline and willpower, right? They came up in the story just in, you know, ways to make yourself be more accountable, so forth and so on. And I really instilled that in my team, like, Y'all want y'all to remember two things, you know, and it's not to belittle them or anything like that, but it's just like so you could keep it in your mind because sometimes, often, I'll be asked things and the answer is easy and people just don't buy. So it's just like, yo, how are you able to do this? Or how are you able to lose some weight? Or how'd you become plant based? And I'm like, yo, you gotta have self discipline. And it starts with willpower, right? So, even with saying that and those two characteristics, uh, because I'm gonna build on this more next week as we talk about self-development i want to kind of put this idea out there of characteristics that you can cultivate and i need y'all to follow me because i don't have too much witty stuff about the willpower but this all ties into self-development so there are a handful of characteristics because i always say it's either in yours on you but there are a handful of characteristics or personality traits that you can that could be advantageous to you that you could actually cultivate and it really goes beyond that because next week i'm going to talk about contentment right cultivating contentment and things of that nature but there are things that you if you you have weaknesses in the personal person you are such as you're not timely or you're not punctual or you're not patient or you don't listen as well you're not diligent you don't know how to follow through there are things that if you're aware of them right we always talk about not being mentally lazy you can cultivate so I want to pause and I want to give an idea and I want to use somebody from my team and we're going to call her Miss Victoria for the sake of this story right and Miss Victoria especially since I like lost my uh, grandmother is darn near like my grandmother to me. And, you know, I mentioned that I've been in management or leadership positions before, but it's in person, it's face to face and that there are different challenges virtually, especially when somebody's in a different state. So <laughs> I don't, when it comes to being a leader, like I don't give myself no credit for being a great leader or anything. I let, you know what I'm saying, the people I lead, if they feel like that, they can say that. But one thing that I have learned, especially in corporate America, and I'm just going to keep it a buck right here, um, it's a lot of fakery going on. And furthermore, people are willing to let other people do behaviors or practice things that are going to be a detriment to them long term because they don't want to deal with them. Right. And I'm talking about people who have the opportunity, the blessing to lead people. So, for instance, 
if you know you're dealing with the person who's going to give you a lot of pushback or complain or rebuttal everything you say or maybe just can wear you down with the excuses or something like that, there are leaders who will tell that person like, yo, you're great instead of keeping it real with them because telling them that they're great avoids a longer conversation if I'm making sense. So for instance, if you just be like, oh yeah, you're a great employee, right? That may be easier to go on about your day and just deal with that person than to be like, well, you have some opportunities because then that's going to come with a conversation, right? So Miss Victoria, and she made this known to me many times. Let me give you her background within the company. She's been there for nine years. So longer than me, my boss, and anybody on my team. Now, when you've been doing something for any amount of time, you develop habits within that job. Long story short, Miss Victoria is not good. And I, I and I always say this to my team, like, yo, I'm not speaking outside of work. When, when we're in real talk, I know that if it's this strong for something that you're doing for eight to 10 hours a day, you may have some opportunities in your life, but I ain't trying to offend them. It's my team. I love them. Right. So I always preface myself by saying, yo, I'm not going to speak for anything outside of this, but within that job, Miss Victoria is horrible at time management. And she's older, like just horrible to where my boss actually told me she used to have to follow her on her bathroom breaks when they were in the brick and mortar. Right. And I'm not shooting her down. You know, she knows this is all stuff that's been discussed, but just horrible at it. Now, when you've been somewhere for an amount of time, if you're not careful, that's going to give you an entitlement to think that time is relative to experience. So Miss Victoria believes that because she's been there for so long, she knows how things go, right? Now, what Miss Victoria has now said to me and appreciates and, and said this to me because we started off rough, HR, all that action. But what she has told me is that the previous, she said this out her mouth, her previous leaders, even though they were easier, quote unquote, to deal with in her eyes, hurt her because she realizes now, and I'm going to get into it a little bit more, that she has a lot of things that are not good and work to her detriment because I'm very, very transparent with the numbers. So let me put a bookmark there to give you an example of the numbers. So it's a call center environment. And Ms. Victoria often believes that the number of calls is relevant to the number of conversions, right? Without getting into so many details, there's an opportunity to convert a metric on these calls, whatever, whatever. And we clock those numbers which i relate as a free throw you know what i'm saying you get 10 calls it's 10 free throws you convert five or you um hit five shots that's a 50 percent. boom that's how it works right now mind you miss victoria been here for nine years so she should know all of this like miss victoria started out on the same spot that i did and just she should know that right she will often come and say yo i'm not getting enough calls i'm not getting enough calls so I'm already knowing that like, and this is after me and Miss Victoria got to a point of love to where she was like, yo, he hard on me, but he got my best interests at heart. He got love for me. He's a, he's a guy who follows religion. I can rock with him. So we, we, we had to, and that's another thing we could talk about uh, at another time, but I put in that relationship equity to be able to have these difficult conversations. Right. So Miss Victoria will often be like, yo, um, I'm not getting enough calls. Now, she's been there for a while, and I make the numbers available. So what I had to eventually do is be like, okay, check this out, Miss uh, Victoria. Who you think 
has a high percentage or a high conversion rate because of their calls. You'd be like, oh, such and such. I'd be like, all right, cool. Okay, yeah, they had 10 calls. You had 10 calls. Okay, da, 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 da. I was like, now let's scroll over here to this category. And this is, and I think I've said this before. I kid you not. I was like, yo, Miss Victoria, this script that we got to follow, how long do you think that takes? Worst case scenario. And I'll just be quiet. Man, solid, right? So firmly. About 15 minutes, maybe 20. Okay, cool. So let's scroll over to average handle time. How long are you averaging on each call? Oh, about 45 minutes. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So um, how long is this person that you said is awesome averaging? 15 minutes. Okay, cool. Uh, Miss Victoria, can you give me the formula for, you know, being on a call for an hour and still being able to convert to as many calls as somebody who's on the phone a, a fraction of that time? Boom. So now she realizes, and that's kind of how I got her to the point where she's like, yo, I have some opportunities. So... I also got into like agent productivity and things of that nature, a little silly stuff because we working from home that you can handle. So we started having a discussion and she asked me humbly, like, yo, how can, how did you do it? What do you do? And I started giving her some things to do. I was like, for instance, when I was an agent, if I knew I had a 15 minute break, I'm at home. I know myself. Let me factor that in everything. What's that mean? Before I even go into the clock to click on break, I already go to the timer on my phone, set that joint for 15 minutes and press start. So it's already running before I even take, because I'm going to market this. Caveman tactics, right? Because everybody's like, oh, you got to do all No, you don't, bro. Caveman tactics. Boom. I'm already giving myself a breather. When I do walk away and clock break, by the time my alarm goes off, I already know I gave myself a space, but I'm also knowing ahead of time that I'm human. When that alarm go off for you to do anything in life, you're going to take a second to, oh. all right, let me, even though your, your workstation is like literally 20 steps away, you feel what I'm saying? So it's like, boom, I would give her those things. And after talking and talking to her and continue to work with her, and I'm never going to give up on her. Got too much love. But um, I started asking myself, like, yo, why is it that this is just something that is an easy fix and it'd be hard for other people? And when I start mentioning the Kobe thing, so I just want to make sure I'm staying in order. So that's kind of an idea of something that's small that even in her situation, she couldn't see that led me to this willpower thing and trying to get people to be accountable. Right. So. Between her asking me and other people and just in general, and I had to ask myself because it can't just be it's either in you or you on you. Like, it can't be that you just born with this self-discipline. And I think some of us are just born with more, but and nobody can get there. I just didn't believe that, like, yo... Because I'm the I'm the story. You see what I'm saying? Being diagnosed with bipolar and stuff. Like, I talk about it all the time. Like, people wouldn't believe that... You know, at any given time, you could come and look in my room. It would be clothes all over the floor and just the bed not made up. People who know me now, they can't even fathom that. Like, people would never believe that, like, yo, this dude, the floor's not vacuumed. The stairs not swept for hair. The bathroom's not taken care. People now cannot even fathom that I was the dude who, like, yo, was junky and didn't do that. So I know it's not just necessarily something in you and something on you. So we come back. To this idea of cultivating characteristics that you want. And willpower and self-discipline are two of the most important ones. And they can be cultivated, but you have to 
practice them. So I started looking at like, well, I know because because me, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. Like I'm not as diligent as I appear. I just logically make things work for me. For instance, I tell you guys all the time, man, it could be a sink full of dishes. If I go downstairs and I'm able to do what I'm doing and just keep moving, cool, it's a sink full of dishes. The moment, the moment I look over and be like, man, I don't want to do all them dishes, right there, I do them. Right there. I'm in the working out every day, right? Every day I'm doing something. The moment I start thinking too much about it, even with the workout, I'll tell you what I do. I may not even jump right there and do it. Because I think I've talked about this period. It's like a five-second rule. It's a lot of stuff. I'll, I'll tell you in a second some of the stuff I do. But, like, when it comes to the working out, if I don't feel like doing it right then, I'm not going to do nothing else. But I sit there and look at the res resistance bands and, 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 and my workout app for, like, 10, 20 minutes sometimes. But I am not moving to the next thing. My next thing going to be the workout. And so I realized that, yo, you pausing your day until you do this. And it usually gives me enough motivation to do what I do. I do the five-second rule. These are just little easy stuff you can do because a lot of the times we can't develop ourselves because of the hard work that comes behind it. Like I was just having a conversation with my mom about some business and I was giving her an example. I was like, yo... I'm not more diligent than anything. She was asking me about something she needed to do. And I was like, I just use hacks, caveman tactics. For instance, bro, the podcast at this point, when it comes to recording and the marketing outside of the video thing, with all of my experience with music and so forth and so on, it's easy for me to get this joint recorded, knowing how to go in there and edit the vocals, type out my, you see what I'm saying? That joint is easy for me, right? But Doing that and having to do the recording all together with the marketing, the making the flyer, the typing, the type, right hashtags and all of that, that could be a bit much for anyone. So I knew I wanted to see my mother today. I was like, all right, cool. Before you go see your mom, bro, make your flyer and at least type up the stuff you're going to talk about. So that way, when you come back, you're going to want to watch the game, look at football, you know, you off. Don't make it hard for yourself. Make it easy for yourself. My mother was asking me about the to-do list, right? And I'm giving y'all examples of me because I, I this goes back to Mr. Perfect. No, I'm not perfect. I'm telling y'all how I think. The to-do list. I was like, yo, mom, every day I have two multiple to-do lists. I don't just have the to-do list on my phone and the to-do list that I write down. I said, I write that. The one that I write down is physical stuff that I have to do that I can't do on my phone. I was like, my phone to-do list and reminders are things I can do on my phone. For instance, post on Instagram, practice your Spanish lesson, read your Bible app. Those are all things that, yo, it comes up on my phone. Okay, cool. I can do that on my phone. Let me take it a step further. When it's stuff like a Bible study or something like that, and I put in the reminder, I make it easier. I'd rather spend the extra five minutes to make sure that that reminder that's going to pop up is going to have the link to the Zoom meeting and all of that. It might have the verse that's going with the class in there. It's just little things that you I do, like, and, and this all goes back to knowing yourself so that you can start hacking yourself. You feel me? But that way it's easier. I know that's easier than me having to go. Now I got to find the Zoom link. That stuff is going to divert you, right? So when I talk to my team and people who ask me about this thing, I think it's very important to understand that between willpower and self-discipline, you're going to have to find some way to hack into your work. If you OCD, bro, you might need to put your dirty shoes in a place where you're going to go run your laps first and then come back and use you. Man, you better be jumping around doing your cleanup, something, something.
Most of the time, if you initiate the action, the momentum on you doing the action, man, sometimes when I be thinking about making beats, right, or even doing the podcast, man, by the time I do the intro, by the time I lay the drum pattern, by the time I lay the melody, by the time I get into talking about the week's episode, I usually have enough momentum and energy, and this don't work for everybody. But I'm just showing y'all how knowing yourself can be used to your advantage, all right? But I I know that that's going to push me through, right? So I don't want to get too drawn away. I spoke about Miss Victoria and how some of the habits, you know, I hope that you guys got the point out of that story was at some point you're going to have to have willpower to take a few additional steps in order to change the way and the projection and the trajectory of things and the way that they're going. And I realized that that's easier said than done. But, um, I've been giving you guys examples this whole episode of how knowing yourself while you're self-developing, you should be learning yourself, can help you to use quirks and things that are unique about yourself to get some willpower in, all right? So real quick, let's talk about willpower. What's the definition? Uh, Willpower, a dry definition, the ability to control one's own actions, emotions, or urges. Now, pause. Um, I want to talk about those urges. I think a more detailed definition talks about denying yourself now in order to reach a long-term goal. If you want to lose some weight, you maybe can't eat all of those red velvet cakes right there. You see what I'm saying? You're going to have to get up and move around. Like, I don't care how much you change your diet unless you counting calories, bro, you're going to have to do some physical activity. You know, for me, I'm going to do some type of calisthenics prior to my regular workout i make everything a workout when this man mamba tore his acl workout i was counting how many times i carried this man up and down you know what i mean 100 push-ups oh you only do 100 yeah i can 25 10 seconds in between you could do that easily when it get harder do diamonds right so it's um a more focused definition of willpower is basically the ability to deny yourself at the time to control what you want to do at the time in order to obtain a longer or a a goal that isn't directly in front of you, all right? Um, It also has a lot to do with uh, determination, the ability to control and restrain yourself. And what's dope about this is when we go to, you know what I mean, my favorite book in the Bible, Proverbs, and it talks about wisdom, a lot of it has to do with denying yourself and self-control. And you have to start doing that. So let me get into a couple of ways that you could cultivate willpower and what that can do in order to give you an advantage in life while we're talking about this uh, self-development. Let's go. All right. So I want to give you all you guys know I like things of three. So I want to give you three advantages and benefits to increasing and cultivating your willpower. Um, The first one is willpower can help you stick to a plan or schedule even when you have distractions. And I think that's really, really important. Without getting too bogged down into it, anything outside of your goal or that deviates from what you're trying to accomplish is probably a distraction, right? Whether it be a TV show, um, significant other, or whatever. Um, I, I always talk about dealing with adversity and being able to still get things done when adverse situations happen if you build your willpower it will help you to be able to avoid distractions easier and achieve your goals it will and y'all know i love double points help you to improve self-control right because if you have stronger willpower you'll be less likely to give into temptation to make impulsive decisions 
So then you'll start making de- indecision. You'll start making decisions from a place of power instead of like a place of trying to compromise. You follow me? And there is a difference in that. So willpower is dope because with it, it's like you can't cultivate willpower without cultivating self-control. And that's also something that's biblical. All right. Here at Medicine Ball, number three, it helps to enhance your mental strength. It will help you to overcome challenges and setbacks. It will increase mental toughness and something that I think is in you or on you. That's your resilience. Uh, I was talking to my accountability partner about, you know, I think that what defines somebody being great is not what they do at the height of what of their career. Right. For instance, let's use LeBron. He's about to break the career record for points. And there's a video right now going around where someone said, yo, if you when you break the point record, are you going to cry? And. As much as LeBron, me being a Kobe fan, bothers me, he said something dope. He was like, if I win the championship, I'll cry. Breaking the point record, I ain't going to cry for that. And the fan was like, man, that's 40 years of history. And LeBron said, yo, I wasn't even trying to do it. Just think about that, man. Resilience. Think about the things that he has gone through. Yeah, LeBron has championships. People always, always shoot those away because it's not as many as some of the people before him. But let's think about the dress code, the way he had to deal with dealing with Nike deals and shoe deals at a young age. Like, I respect LeBron for a lot of stuff. You feel me? Like, people just overlook the fact that at 18 years old, he had the people around him are thoughtful enough to do a short-term $100 million deal with Nike at 17, 18. Think about how self-aware you, you have to be. People don't talk about that. People don't talk about his school. They say it's a tax write-off. Bro, just the fact that he has to do that, you see what I'm saying, and go through. You think he don't know that people are going to take shots at him before he built the school and go through it? It's the things that happen when you're under pressure. Do you bounce back is what I'm getting at. Kobe. Man, bro. Man, I'm going to be very careful because y'all know I love Kobe. But when that thing happened with that young lady... What happened after that is really subconsciously why we think the people who realize it's about skill, he's so great to have that kind of distraction going on and still ball. Tom Brady right now, everybody on his case. And no, I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but I do know that my man is going through a divorce and he worth hundreds of millions. And the average person taking shots at him can't even fathom trying to lead a football team at 40 something years old. When you get in a divorce, it's costing you millions. It's about what you go through. And, Building willpower will help enhance your mental strength. Now, here's some strategies. I'm going to give you three that you can try. And this is going to be the first step. Bars. Y'all know I like wins. Just trying these strategies to build willpower is already a victory and a step in the right, uh, in the right uh, place. And like I always tell y'all, I don't know all the answers. And y'all can always hit me up and holler at me if what I say. I tell my team the same thing. I'll be like, yo, just follow what I say. And if it don't work. Guess what? It's on me. Come back and tell me your trade. That didn't work. And I will I will be accountable. Try it. Because most likely if you're listening and trying to better yourself, you may be doing some things that aren't working out the way that you want. So I'm just trying to, Andre 3000 said it. I'm just trying to offer you another. I try to throw it at you. Determine your own. You feel what I'm saying? Determine which way you want to go. Number one, set specific achievable goals. Having a clear goal in mind can help you stay motivated and focused. Let me take that one step further. I don't know who said this, but a goal without a plan is a dream. 
A goal without a plan is a dream. And that was a hard pill to swallow for me being somebody who didn't really like to write stuff down. And my dad used to always be on me about that. Yo, write out your plan. What's this, what's this dude talking about? Nah, you better write it out. There's certain science that goes into your mind, putting something on paper and actually drawing it with your hand, bro. Like, we not smarter than science. Set specific, achievable goals. Let me put a side note on that. Man, adapt your goals. You feel me? If you want a million people to view you on YouTube and your first video get 2,000 views, it would be wise of you to be like, yo, let me try to get 10,000 views first. Make sure that your goals are achievable. If you don't do that, you're going to set yourself up for disappointment when you think you can dunk and you five foot three and you ain't done no leg exercises. All right. Number two, practice self-awareness. Lamest term. Stop being mentally lazy. Pay attention to your thoughts and emotions and try to identify when you are most likely to give in to temptation. Why is that important? Bruh, if you know what situations you're likely to be weak, you can steer away from them situations or go into them situations with the advantageous mindset. But you can't do that if you're just mentally lazy. You got to practice self, self-awareness. Pay attention to your thoughts and your emotions. Man, when I wake up grumpy, one thing that I try to do is just a little sidebar. If it's something that's really bothering me, bro, I will take 15 minutes and I'm going to sit in that emotion. I'm going to take 15 minutes to yell, to curse, to blame other people, to be mad, to cry, to, to be a jerk. But after that 15 minutes, it's a wrap. That's just one for y'all to grow on. All right? I already threw, there's so many more, but I want to give y'all more. I threw in the exercise, man. What else can I give y'all, man? Let me say y'all this. Everybody right now is probably looking at a cell phone or computer. You see that little battery icon in the upper corner? How do you react when that joint go red? Some of us don't even wait till it go red. That joint turn orange. What we do? What do we make it our business to do? We make our business to put that thing on the charger, right? I'm going to go deeper because some of y'all are nerds like me. I got different chargers. I got my, my phone pop up with regular charging, slow charging, super fast charging, and all of that. Depending on how bad I need to utilize that phone is dependent. Bruh, I will cut my phone off and plug it up to the supercharger if I need to charge up quickly, efficiently. Right? Follow me. Why are we not doing that with, our, with, with, with ourselves? The more that I coach and I talk to people, the more I zero in because I mentioned this. One of the best ways that you could get better at something is teaching it to other people. You, we have to go on the charger as humans. Some of us will run our battery to a 0%, plug ourselves in, and, and while we on 1% charging up slow, still trying to run at full capacity. Let's just use caveman tactics. If that doesn't work for this piece of technology that we most of us trust in for our lives, why do we think it could work with us on our body? Furthermore, chances are we eating Takis. You feel what I'm saying? Drinking Kool-Aid. Don't know what our blood pressure is. Not doing no exercises. Don't know what our blood type is. Don't know what's hereditary in our family, but we run in our car at max speed. I use a different, let's use the car thing, bro. Go put some regular gas in a Lamborghini and, and, and try to go 100-something miles an hour. Matter of fact, I'll be smaller. We in Atlanta. Go put some regular gasoline in your Hellcat or your Scat Pack and try to pill out on somebody and let me know what happens. <laughs> go on a high-speed race across the state when you only got a half a take of gas in one of them joints and let me know what happens. Yo, we have to take breaks. And from a spiritual point of view, 
God made that clear within the first two, three pages, bro. Like we are, we gotta have at least more focus than that. He, it was important enough where he he spoke it. If you spiritual, but bro, he said, bro, you, you gotta rest. He didn't need rest, but he understands he need to do that to show us an example. You need breaks, and if you don't take time, and I talked about this on a previous episode, to force yourself to take breaks, a couple of things are gonna happen. Number one, you're gonna burn out. You're gonna become lethargic. You're gonna become anxious. You're not gonna be yourself. Number two. And it really should be number one. Your body going to take that break for you. You ever just been going, 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 and then be like, yo, I'm about to lay down and take a nap and wake up like 10 hours later? <laughs> yeah, bro. You try to keep running your phone. What happened on your phone? You keep trying to talk to talk on that joint with the GPS on and the Bluetooth on. You got 1%. That joint don't care about your phone. Cause you off a doo-doo-doo. Right? Take breaks, all right? So that's three up, three down. That's a baseball term of things that you can do to begin to cultivate willpower and some advantages. Uh, I love y'all. As we go into this Christmas season, man, I may not do an episode next week um, because I want to be in my family. Y'all probably want to be with y'all family. If God put it on my heart to say something, I will. But, man, I'm going to be trying to do these toy drives and give back. All right? Y'all, I'm going to start ending the episode different because I think this is important. Two things to do each and every day. Trust me, no matter what you're going through, if you do these two things every day, I don't care if you are in the worst situation. If you have a belief, right, do these two things every day and watch how your life begin to blossom and help others blossom. Lessen somebody suffering every day. One thing, open the door for that pregnant lady. You know what I'm saying? Let this person get the parking spot that you waited on. Give that old lady a line in front of you. Give, give her something. Let her sit down right there. You get up and learn something every day. That in itself, if you seek to do those two things, will build self-discipline and willpower as well. Keep those two things in mind. I love y'all. Hit me up. Go support the merch. Go follow me, like, subscribe, share. Until next time, y'all stay up. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.